0: Welcome to the mind of Lance Curve, the most creatively profound man in cyberspace. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Lance Curve of lancecurve.com. I don't know what's going on with the time, but maybe everybody's early. I got scared. I said, wait a second. Uh, am I late to my own show? Also, I saw that it, my program said it's showtime, so that means... The time had counted down. Just let me know if you were waiting for a long time. There's sometimes, you know, the little disparities with the time. I'm glad to be here. I'm on a roll. I want to apologize for not doing a show yesterday. I had it in my heart to do so, but I did so much running up and down, doing some things I had to do to take care of business and stuff. And I set this show up last night, and I was going to do it last night, but I made the mistake of leaning back in my chair and waking up and it was too late. I just said, oh, man, I got to make up. So this is why you see another show scheduled this afternoon. Also, I say afternoon because it's afternoon for me, but it's morning on the East Coast, 9 a.m. So if I say afternoon, you know, hey, it's all relative. And sometimes I forget, but my heart is over in uh, America. I'm here. My heart is here, too. But for my people, not necessarily... Um, and let me just make sure I get a good sound check. Let's get a sound check and let's see how the sound is coming because there's settings here that I had to actually rush and get back over here. And I think this is it. But let me know if you heard me from the very beginning. I always hate to get the feedback on that. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's always something. Yeah, we have Indigo King, Reese, and Yvonne on in. And I didn't know yesterday in the morning that I would be doing this show next. I didn't know. I kind of stumbled on it. And I just want everybody to be aware of it. It's nothing like, it's a little different. It's a little different kind of opioid, I'd say epidemic, really, because there's other things that are involved, a lot of frustration. And let me just get on to reading a few things, right? And It's just a strange thing. Let me just see how it started. (laughs) My mind is racing. I'm just glad to be here. Just let me know if the sound is okay. And um, let me just type in here sound check because I don't see any. Okay, sound check. Let me know if the sound is okay. All right. Let me see. Knowing one, welcome on in. Um, Okay, just let me know. If the sound is going through good it looks like it's good from my side because I hate to just have a whole muted part <laughs> or something's not connected right let me just know if the sound is right anyone just let me know before I move on just put a Y for yes or n for no okay I guess you hear me uh, knowing one yeah I'm glad you're here and I'm gonna turn away from the chat room and I'm gonna get into a c- couple of notes that I jot tr- jotted down but I want to tell you how this happened. I took a walk up into town yesterday, and in the I say town, but it's it's not the city of Accra. Okay, where certain parts can be a little distressed, but there are many parts that are five star. Many parts that I haven't even shown you all of it yet. It won't be until I'm driving soon. But when I can get to those parts, I'm going to show you some parts. You're like, whoa, wait a second. Is this New York City? Is this Dallas? Is this Chicago? Is this Miami? Is this Los Angeles? There's certain parts out here like that, and you would never know. But when I go up to town, this is really for a lot of the locals, this town. Anybody can come live here because I live here now. But it's a lot of locals, and you'll see a lot of local food. You're not going to see anybody catering to tourists or foreigners, really. So you have to make do. You know, but there are things that I can go up there and get. And there's a couple of things that I needed to go up into the town and get. And I said, you know what, let me not take one of the vans because really and truly it's just a 20-minute walk. And I like walking it because you walk up the side of the road, you see the mountains, you see you see far off. I mean, really, it's just nice. And when the weather's nice and it's a nice breeze, you take your time and you might run into somebody that you kind of know and you walk with them and you ask them questions and you talk. It's fun. Matter of fact, before the sun goes down, I might do that today, but I have the two shows today, but I know I have enough time to do that, and um, also, in actuality, I brought my camera with me, and I was looking for, I was looking to go on the other side of the mountain, where you can see how high we really are, and I, I found a few spots, but I said, you know what? I'm not going to go down there. It wasn't too high as far as grass and, you know, growth was concerned, but I need to wear long pants when I go down there, because just little bugs, little things can bite you, Little spiders can bite you, little things you just don't know. So I said, okay, I see a nice view here, but I'll wait until tomorrow or over the weekend. So I continued my trek up the mountain, up up into town, and I got there. I made a few rounds and did a few things and picked up a few things. And so on my way back, there's a particular young lady that I always stop and talk to, and she's a very nice woman. And um, I want to get her on camera and introduce you to her, too, because she's really informative and has told me a lot. So, just a few moments earlier, there was a young man who came to me, and this guy looked hungry. He really did. I'd say he had to be about maybe twenty-two years old, twenty-three, maybe twenty-five, because you know, black don't crack, right? So, let me just check this chat room to see. Okay, good, good. You can hear me, good. Since I came in here, I see Charles Wilson came on in. B E Z seventy-five black like lying in the house, thinking about you the other day, man. I've been doing so much out here that I haven't been able to reach out to people. But hey, you know we're gonna talk. I'm gonna pop off the chat room. So if there's any one who doesn't get acknowledged or whatever, don't think I'm ignoring you, right? Because I wanna read some things. So make the, make a long story short, we started talking, and well, anyway, this guy came up to me. He said, oh, "Brother, please, I'm, I'm really doing bad. I'm, I'm hungry, man. I really need to get some need And you know, you have the guys who do that, and you know, you could tell. That they're not hungry. Their eyes ain't sunken in the back of their head. You know, I mean, you could be hungry and not looking emaciated, right? But your spirit tells you. And this guy, he looked he looked a little drawn in. He looked really drawn in. He was a lean, lean guy. He looked drawn in. And I noticed that when he said that I went over to the mobile money station, I wanted to put some money on my mobile money because that's how they pay a lot of things. And I don't want to get into a whole other thing, but I want to make it thorough. Mobile money, what's that? Well, You have people who live in Ghana, sometimes way out. They don't have bank accounts. There's no crime in not having a bank account, but where they live in a village, there is no bank. So how are they going to go all the way down to the nearest bank? You have banks up here now. You have banks right here in this town, right? You do have banks and ATMs and stuff. A little bit far if you between, but they're here. But The customary thing has been for a long time before even some of the banks came up to this side of town uh, of the world that you had mobile money. And mobile money is money that you load into a system, and it goes through your phone number. I just want to explain that to you. So I still have my bank accounts in America and out here. I still have mobile money, but some things are more advantageous to other situations. So you go to a local restaurant way up in a town somewhere far away from the main city. And you hand them a card, they're going to laugh at you. They're not going to laugh at you, but it's like, no, no, we take cash or Momo. They call it Momo, you know, mobile money, Momo. So anybody who's coming out here who doesn't know that I'm just get get you hip to it, right? So I went over to this guy, and some of them, it's not like it's a big building or a big, you know, place where it's official looking. This is a guy on the side of the road with a little box, mm, like a little pulpit kind of box, but real short. And he's sitting behind it. And it's got this little umbrella and a sign, little sign that says Momo, and everything like that. And so you give him the money, and he'll load it into your phone through your number, and it pops up on your phone. You have loaded four hundred dollars, or you have loaded a thousand. No, not dollars. Four hundred CDs, a thousand CDs, ten thousand CDs, whatever it may be. I don't know how they make their money because you don't get any extra charges. But I like to deal with this guy. He's humble. He's a nice guy. This other guy who wanted to get food from me. Saw me over there, because he said so. So this guy, you know, I still felt bad for him. The money that I gave him was really the equivalent of $2. I wasn't trying to diss him, but it was 20 CDs. And eh, It's not one for $10, it was one for 12 It was less than that, but it looks good. But I thought to myself, that I start something? Every time he sees me, is this guy going to ask for money? I said that after I spoke with the woman who owned the shop. Uh, here's the deal and this is how I got into this topic right and I think it's important especially for those who are traveling out here is not like they are gonna get you and take your money but you need to know what's going on in the culture here and these are things that I've learned that you probably just won't learn unless you specifically seek it out search it and research it And I just thought it was very interesting to talk about so I'm talking to her she has a little shop probably it's like a shipping container that was cut You'll see a lot of that. And they have the doors that are put on that are steel and they lock down and everything like that. But even still, they can bust that and get inside. So I would say it's about maybe, huh, I can't even say 10 feet by 10 feet. It was like maybe 8 feet wide, like a shipping container, and maybe about 8 to 10 feet deep. And that's all she needed because she had shelves with different stuff. And it's not like you're grocery shopping. You have sugar, you have soda, you have cookies, you have. It's not really like it's like a candy store with a little more, because you'll see bread, you know the typical stuff that you'll see sold. Like, oh, let me stop by and get that, because they're not trying to be a supermarket; they don't have enough space in there, all right So, um, another things, band-aids, or pencils, pens, whatever. So I stopped there and I talked to her, and you know we greeted each other. She didn't see me for a while, and not see her for a while. So we always catch up on the things that we're talking about, you know, things that are of interest. So I asked her in the conversation, I said, let me ask you something. There was a guy back there who asked me for money. I gave, I gave it to him. And then afterward I'm thinking, was this guy on drugs? And I heard that back in the nineties, there was a really bad crack problem, like in Accra, especially. Right. And she says, yes, she says, yes, it, it's, it's a big drug problem in Ghana. And I'm like, I didn't see the signs of it. You know, when we're in the United States in the biggest cities, especially, and even in the smaller towns, you know who, I hate to say the word crackhead because if there's anybody here who has overcome that, I'm not trying to put you down. I'm just saying it, saying it to be, have a little verbal shorthand. But when you, when you see a crackhead, like when they're first on crack, you, don't, you can't tell. And if they have no support system, you can tell. The support system of a family, a support system of of, a spouse or somebody who can keep them up where they get food, they have a place to to sleep. They do have a washing machine or facilities to keep themselves up. And they say, give me your clothes, I'll wash them for you, whatever. Now, the main thing on their mind is crack, but they're being kept up and propped up. So when you see them clean, "Eh, they're probably not on anything until you say, wait a second, last week I, I saw them last week and this week they look 30 pounds lighter and they're dirty and must be crack so i wasn't looking for that up here because like i said you know different conditions look different to different people this is beautiful 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 mountains and country and and just beautiful i love it right so i don't see these things because i'm using the template of the bigger cities in america my radar in that respect did not work i didn't see i don't see people walking around at night hey man you know i need some money man but but there is a drug problem that my radar did not have and now i'm equipped to see it and understand it right so she said um now if i'm saying it right (laughs) trauma doll they should put a u after the a and say trauma doll and if it's a woman using it they should call her a trauma doll (laughs) and that's my imagination running so she said, "Yeah." She says uh, cuz I asked her, "Is there is it a drug issue out here?" She said, "Yes." It's really bad. Now I'm sitting here looking at her like, "Really?" I mean, I'm I know I'm secluded where I live, but I go into town, I look around, I'm thinking I got mad radar. You know, it is a little bit of, you know, Not feeling superior, but I'm from America. I'm from New York. Only in in that respect will I feel like I'm street smart. But the street smarts that I had there to detect that did not work. So she says, it's really bad. She says, with the police here in this particular area, we have a a program where we have the alarms and different stuff, and the police right down the block. So if something trips off, they'll come right to you. And I said, well, how far does this program reach? And she says, um, a town that was far away from me. So I said, oh, okay, all right. I might be interested in that. Although, you know, you have your own things. You have to have your own cameras, your own uh, your alarms and stuff like that. But there's a program where you're connected to this thing, whether it's commercial or home, and the police pat- and they patrol regular when you're in it. So, okay, that's something that I want to get into in the future. So I said, wait a second, so... What made you become part of the program? She says, well, they busted into my shop here And they cleaned everything out Everything Everything I said, what? I mean, it's a small shop But to go in there and do that It wasn't like Oh, I'm hungry and I just wanted to get something to eat <laughs> You know what I mean? And it's not like it was an electronic shop or or. And I noticed then that a lot of the shops around there That did sell electronics or phones The phones are a big thing out here These places are locked down A little more than I thought they should be Like what are they Like ghouls that come out at night And do these things You know So she told me That it's a tramadol problem I said I never really heard of that before What is tramadol? I said is this something that like, people cook up. I'm, I'm trying to compare it to what I know of drugs, you know, methamphetamines and crack. Now, I never took drugs, but we all know. We see the documentaries, family members, hearsay in America, in the biggest cities especially, we well know about these drugs. So she says, no, you can get it from the pharmacy. I said, wait a second. The pharmacy selling this? She says, yes, because it's, it's, it's a drug that is over-the-counter, you can get it illegally in, in in more potent dosages but it's not something that you take and it's a five minute high like what i hear crack is she said no she said most often what they do there's three ways of doing it where and i i read i read my little notes and stuff like that and i'll cover that but she said doing it oh let me just say to youtube I am not a medical professional. I'm not giving medical advice. I'm only re- re- uh, repeating the research that I did on this situation. So don't come to knock this thing down and say, "Oh yeah, we're going to take your channel. We're going to take this down or whatever." You got to say that. So you got to say some disclaimer. I should have had it in the beginning. I do have a disclaimer, a graphic disclaimer that I have made, and I forgot to attach it to this. So oh well, they're probably not gonna, you know. And um, anyway. The two ways that I remember is getting the door, And if you look at the banner, right, you see over my head, that's what it looks like. Except that that may be because I, I had to Google that and get the image and, and you know, kind of doctor it up and put it right there. But the ones that she showed me, it was a light blue and light gray. Where, where the yellow is, there was light gray. And where the green is on what you see on the banner. It was like a light blue, but it's the same kind of two-tone capsule. Now you know what those capsules? You can pull them apart, and whatever powder or whatever little um, what do they call them? The little tiny, 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 tiny little balls, t- tiny ones. Um, uh, what is it? Pillable? Pillable? I think it is. It's funny. So you can take that and sprinkle it elsewhere. So what they do? They get some weed. They get some marijuana, and They sprinkle it in the marijuana and smoke it. Now, if you're not not into smoking marijuana or don't have any marijuana, they like to get the energy drinks, the energy drinks, and sprinkle it in there and drink the energy drink. You get a red bullet, so red Red bullet. I I couldn't even mess with those things. That's even powerful enough. And you put that in there, and what it does, I'll just jump to going to say it. And we're going to be a little redundant when I read this article because it goes deep in, you know, the thing that that I put together. So it gives you a feeling of like a Prozac kind of feeling, and it lasts a while from what she says. It doesn't turn you into a person where, oh, five minutes, it's gone again, and I got to get some more. No. And the other thing is, which makes sense, I'm not saying it makes sense to take it, is just that with physical labor, because you have a lot of that out here because the economy is bad, uh, it's almost – 80% 80% illiteracy overall. I'm not saying complete illiteracy where you can't read or write. No. And that's not as much in the city. But for the people who come from the villages and had to work, but they didn't have a chance to go to school and learn a lot, then they're a little stressed. It doesn't mean you're a, a, a 0% where you are 100% illiterate where you know nothing. It could be where, eh. You're 40% there, 60% there, but you're challenged. So you're not going to get a job where you're in an office, okay, or requires some type of cerebral uh, ability to dictate certain things, add up certain things, and the cognitive, you know, way of thinking logical. And there's a lot of that out here. Now, that explained to me with the youth, and I'm trying to not jump the gun, but you take this stuff, and when you're out there all day doing physical labor, labor building homes and cinder blocks and concrete, you take take this tramadol. You don't feel it. You can go on all day. The boring, repetitive um, tasks that that are involved in I, I say construction because that's like the toughest thing physically when you're out in the sun. But anything, you're out on on a farm somewhere, and you you you. You know harvesting certain things you're out in the sun and you get fatigued you won't feel it but there's other side effects that go along with it and it's very dangerous to the body so this thing is very dangerous to the body but that and i I'll have it in the article i I, I want to say so much but it's not a thing that is looked at as a danger it's just that it's abused because you can have grandmothers out here that will take tramadol. not that they're doing any hard labor but they might have done some work in the yard, and, and they feel, you know, a little fatigued. They'll feel better. Or they take it ahead of time while they do the work, and they feel better. So it's nothing that if you took one now, and I'm not saying I would take that, no, but the immediate, um, how can I put it? The immediate cons of taking this long-term are not really noticed because they're out of by the pros, you see what I mean? So then you, okay, let, let, let me just read some of the negative points and different things and different points that I, I kind of got to. And I don't want to bore you, but this is this just because I'm here. So it's very interesting to me. It's, it's something that has become very interesting to me. So um, here we go. Chamadol, negative points and side effects of Chamadol abuse, physical dependence. Tramadol can lead to physical dependence where the body requires increasingly higher doses doses to achieve the desired effects number two respiratory depression high do- doses of Tramadol can suppress breathing leading to respiratory distress and even respiratory failure number three nausea and vomiting Tramadol abuse commonly causes gastrointestinal disturbances, including nausea and vomiting. Number four, dizziness and drowsiness. Tramadol's sedative effects can impair cognitive function and coordination, increasing the risk of accidents and injuries. Let me just freeze that right there. Where it says it can impair cognitive function and coordination. You combine that with... And I'm not saying the whole country is illiterate. Please, I'm very clear on that. A lot of brilliant people out here, smart people out here. But in the poorer areas where maybe school wasn't a priority, and then you have somebody who can't get a job or can't find their way into the system, and they take the trauma doll, it makes them feel better about a hopeless situation. And from what I heard, I'm going to say it from now, I'm going to jump the gun, 70% 70% of the youth or male population, the youth, 70%, 70% will use this. I'm not saying they're out there every day. got to get tramadol. i got to get tramadol. But because of the lack of opportunities, because of, 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 of a feeling of hopelessness, like I can't make any money, and what can I do type thing. They take that and kind of feel a little better. They're not even thinking about the physical pain of heavy labor. It makes them feel better. So you can take it and not take another one for two weeks. So I'm not trying to say that, there, that there's a bunch of tramadol zombies running around here in Ghana. No, I'm not saying that. But people will take one part of it and run with it and sensationalize it. And see, this is why I wouldn't do that even in the title of the better. And it's not really a secret. But it's not anything that people are going to talk about. There are a lot of things that people here don't want to talk about, right? And I'm going to expose them not to put the place down, but, you know, I'm here. And so I'm going to tell you the real deal. There's a lot of stuff over here. There's some things I don't even want to put out there like that because I don't want to insult the people here, right? But I'll have shows where it'll just be on the site. It won't be on YouTube. I'll do it that way. And that's why you look for the community section and everything, and I'll drop it there ahead of time. And there's some things I want to talk about out right here. Not bad, but just different that you need to know. But, yeah, a lot of times I would talk to many of the youth here, and I don't mean just like 12 or whatever, but just in 18, 19, 20, you know, you ride the vans, the commuter vans. You have the, what they call the Tro, but they're just commuter vans. That's just the name for them. And you, you have the driver. And you have the mate. And the mate is the one that opens the door for you, closes the door for you, collects the money, figures out the money and everything. So you have to have sense for that. But sometimes, and talking to the mate or handing him the money, he hands you back the wrong change. Never seems to be in your favor. But you're like, hey, man, I gave you. Oh, okay, okay. And sometimes you speak to the young ladies who are in the shops or here and there, just just around about. And it's an absent mindedness that I've noticed. Not everybody. But across, I mean, we have the language barrier, but most people speak or have an understanding of English. The biggest complaint that I've heard about English here is like, oh, brother, you got to slow down. You talk so fast. And I know I do when I want to. You know what I mean? So I've had to kind of slow it down so they can digest the words a little bit because some people don't have the full grasp of the English language. But I still have noticed just in not personal with some people that I know that I deal with on a regular Basis you say something to them, they're looking at you like Like they like twilight zone I'm like Did you hear what I said oh Yeah say it again like Where's your mind you're young You see what I mean let me just read Dennis list again number five constipation Traumadol abuse Often results in severe constipation Which can lead to discomfort And gastrointestinal Complications number six Cognitive impairment. Prolonged tramadol abuse can impair memory, concentration, and overall cognitive dysfunction. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to read this I'm going to tell you a little story. It was crazy. Um, Number seven, increased risk of seizures. Tramadol abuse is associated with an elevated risk of seizures, particularly at higher dosages or in individuals with a history of seizures. So if you already have seizures you can take a little bit it would trip you off number eight cardiovascular complications tramadol abuse may lead to changes in heart rate and blood pressure increasing the risk of cardiovascular events number eight liver damage chronic tramadol abuse can damage the liver leading to hepatitis cirrhosis or liver failure number ten Kidney dysfunction, tramadol abuse may impair kidney function, leading to renal failure or other kidney-related complications. Eleven, hormonal imbalances. Tramadol abuse can disrupt hormonal balance, leading to issues such as sexual dysfunction, infertility, or irregular menstrual cycles. Boom, I want to freeze it right there. I don't want to, like, promote something, (laughs) but I heard also that... uh, Traumidal abuse can, uh, how could I put it, and be decent? You don't come as fast. (laughs) Uh, A delayed ejaculation, which some women may say, whoa, he lasted a long time. It's not that he did. He can't. (laughs) Or they find that they can't get to that point. Like they're numbed or something. You know what I mean? And I'm going to be talking to people in the street that that I know like, I can ask them these things and just record them because I know they're not going to put their face out there. But I want to bring back a follow-up in the street kind of thing. that, I, and It's not going to be a day to, to take that I compile it. It may be a week or something, and I'm going to get different opinions straight from the street, straight from people whose grandmothers may, may be taking it, who they might be taking it, what is it to the culture, and everything. Now, mind you, this is not just Ghana. There are several countries that um, deal with this a, a lot of countries in West Africa and just Africa all over and I'm quite sure it's all over the world but since I'm here I'll speak about because it was stoked the story was 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 brought to my attention by my friend who owns a shop up the road you know what I mean so yeah here's another one psychological effects number 12 tramadol abuse can exacerbate or trigger Mental health disorders such as depression, anxiety, or psychosis. Ain't that something? You don't want to feel depressed, so you take this not to feel depressed, but too much of it will make you depressed. So you're not getting, you know, it's a, it's a vicious cycle. Number 13, tolerance. Continued trauma abuse can lead to tolerance, uh, requiring higher doses to achieve the same effects, increasing the risk of overdose. 14 withdrawal sy- symptoms abrupt cessation of tramadol can result in withdrawal symptoms such as anxiety agitation insomnia and flu-like symptoms I've noticed people with runny noses and I'm like wait a second there's no flu going around this is Africa thanks and hot it's summertime right here now y'all I hate to rub it in everybody's face but I like wearing long pants when I'm in the States and I'm wearing shorts sometime in Florida of course but here, pure shorts and t shirts. I don't even wear the other clothes that I still have because you know, before I came out here, I gave away 90, 95% of my clothes. Good stuff, too. Stuff that still had tags on it. But here, I don't. Mm-mm. I, I, I feel comfortable. I feel. When I see people in suits, suits, <laughs> tie and a shirt, an undershirt, a suit, I'm like, man, why aren't you sweating bullets? Number 15, overdose. Traumadol overdose can be life-threatening, causing respiratory depression, coma, or death. Hmm. Here's another one I want to read. This is more interesting, right? Number one. This is the reasons, okay, the title, reasons for Tramadol addictions among Ghanaian youth. Now, I know a young lady who worked uh, in a mental health facility She's not in Ghana anymore. She's working in Canada. She's going to be out there for a couple of years before she comes back, but her and I are very close, and she'll tell me anything. And I may do a follow-up with her. She's not going to reveal her identity, but I want to ask her about this because she tells me a lot about the mental health field out here, and it's really terrible, right? And I'll, I'll add some things of what I've gotten from her, but I want her to say it. They don't really pay mental health out here any mind. They don't. And from what I'm hearing, there's three major facilities here in Ghana, a huge country. One is somewhere up north, and two are here in southern Ghana, a cry area. One is in Accra, maybe the other one is in Accra cry too. So there are all the other people. And if you don't pay, you don't get treatment. So when you come anywhere to any other country, you have to research those things, right? It may be important to you. It may be where you have a family who had a past history of mental, mental illness. Well, you want to make sure that you live near one of these facilities. Not that it's going to be the best, but I hear they're they are pretty good and they're pretty caring, but they have to deal with certain situations. And out here, you will see sometimes people walking around that didn't wash for two weeks, you know, walking around. You know, it flipped me out because I was, standing, I was standing waiting for one of the vans, and this lady came out of the bushes, and um, she says, uh, excuse me, and I'm looking to see if the van that was coming was mine, but it wasn't, and she's standing next to me. And I turned to her, and she was naked. I mean, butt, booty, naked, sunlight, everything. And I, I <laughs> excuse me, uh, do do you have five CDs? I'm like, they love to ask you for money. I'm like, you'll take the five? No, I got a ten here. Take it. <laughs> get away from me. No, I'm not knocking anybody, but she definitely had mental health issues. I've seen men out here. And, and what what is it about wanting to get naked when you're losing your mind? I have a theory on that. Not to go off the topic, but. It's like it's the same feeling that when you had a hard day at work, more so when it's on your Friday. If it's not a Friday where you work Monday through Friday, it's your Friday. That could be Sunday. That could be Tuesday. But when you know you have two days or at least a day after and you can get away from the mindset of the job. It may not even be the job. It could be the job, the commute, bad news that you had, stuff you had to deal with. You're like, oh, I I can't wait to get out of these clothes. You know what I mean? You get home and like you just take your clothes off. You know you want to shower because you're a little sweaty, but like, I'm too tired to shower. I'm taking off my clothes right in nobody's home. I'm taking, unless it's your spouse, I'm taking off my clothes right now, and I'm just going to sit here for a while. And you end up sleeping for six hours. Funky. (laughs) It's the same thing when the pressures of life come and hit you. And you feel overwhelmed and you're near a breakdown. You have this need to just take your clothes off, except that when you're mentally slipping, that need happens usually when you're in public, and you walk around normal. and I've seen that several times here. I've seen it several times. I just want to add that part in, but again, the title of this part: "Reasons for tramadol Addiction among Ghanaian youth." Number one is accessibility. Tramadol is readily available in Ghana through informal channels, making it easily accessible to youth without prescriptions. Okay, I said over-the-counter, so maybe it is a prescription thing, but it's a lot of it out here. Number two, economic hardship. High levels of unemployment and poverty drive some Ghanaian youth to seek escape or relief from their challenging or from, them, from their challenges through drug use, including Tramadol. This is very important because the Ghanaian youth, it's like a lot of them have no no chance in their mind. They perceive this, and yes— there, there are not many opportunities. There are not many things they can do for training and skills. And it just, if you've seen it in my videos, when I'm on a, on a van and I catch a little glimpse of who the folks walking down the street, it's a lot of them are youth. And they're selling things windshield wipers, candy, juice, bread, um, uh, shirts, whatever they can do. Because you see, that's the difference between. The United States in here I'm not picking up the United States and saying they're better No, because wherever you live You have to be able to extract A life out of it Favorable to what, what's along the lines of what you like I'm, 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 I'm a retired guy So for the rest of my life I'll be stabilized By the external I don't trust it I still want to stabilize myself even more so Aside from that That's my mission now right but what about the person who's never gotten into the workforce the workforce here is very lean compared to the amount of youth that, that there's no system where, okay you go to school you, once you get out of school that's it then what now they may have certain programs or certain companies whatever but if you are thinking survival you, you can't go after your dreams it's just hand-to-mouth for a lot of people here sell this get this whatever so this is why when they see a person like myself they think I'm a millionaire don't let me walk down the street with a camera in my hand, oh my and and they watch you I'm not saying the trauma to all people I'm just saying everybody's like you're different we know you're from the United States and you got this camera in your hand yeah you got some beat-up shoes and and, and a t-shirt with a hole in it you know I like to be incognito but you're not fooling us we know you got money And people will want to be your friend, because in the long haul, you might have a hookup where you can get some money or something from them. I'm not saying they're devious. It's just that this is the landscape here. So I'm not saying all the black people in America, you should still appreciate. No, I'm not saying that, because they don't have to deal with racism here. You know what I mean? They don't have to deal with certain things here. But the economy is so bad that it makes the youth seek an escape by getting high on this thing. And because immediately doesn't seem like, well, it's not like I'm snorting cocaine, look, ain't nobody out here poor buying cocaine. Ain't nobody poor out here really getting any crack, because you need cocaine to get the crack. You know what I mean? And then you get high and you get crazy, and the cops ain't going to play with you out here. That's the other thing. So it's a slow burn kind of drug, kind of opioid. It takes the physical pain away from you. It, it takes away the feeling of being feeling hopeless about your future because the only way that a lot of the folks here feel or think is that well I need to go to America I need to go to the UK not knowing that's not gonna be the answer because you make more money you spend more money and we who are from uh, the United States or maybe the UK or whatever we well know that it may look pretty on social media but when you get there it ain't pretty see it's like this it's like a person on a two story building threatening to jump off and commit suicide, as opposed to a person on a eighty story building on top threatening to jump off and commit suicide. So I'm not saying it's easy for the youth here, but you can find a place to sleep, push, come to shove, and a lot do. They get into the abandoned uh, buildings, not, not abandoned, but they're under construction, a person from outside of the country maybe send the money down and have somebody kind of rip them off <laughs> and build, right? And so some people just, when you stop building, they'll come in and say, well, this is a structure. You know, there's no electricity here. There's nothing here. But you know what? I can go into town and hustle my food, come back and have a place to sleep. You get a mosquito net, a piece of cardboard, and you're good. I've seen it. You know what I mean? I won't. I won't tell that story. (laughs) They weren't that. They weren't that impoverished where they didn't want to get busy at night. I walked past this one empty. What the hell is that going on? Oh my God! You know what I mean? But then you bring a child into the world in that in that in that condition, and that's another thing too. Sex is an escape because it feels good, and that's the way it is in America. A lot of times, you know, hey, girl, you know, I ain't got nothing going on. I just got fired off my job. Yeah, boo, you know, I get my check and everything, but I got my place over here. Why don't you so I slide on by? And nobody has big money, right? And nobody really is thinking about the future. So what do you do? You want to feel good? You want to escape reality? Hey, let's have sex. At least a little bit of time that we do, we'll feel good. Might be a little hungry. That's the mentality. So I like to see human nature and figure out what things are. But Let me go on with this list. Okay, did I say this one already? Okay, yeah, yeah, let me get to number three. Peer influence. The first two were accessibility and the second was economic hardship. So three is peer influence. Peer pressure and social norms within youth communities may encourage tramadour use as a means of fitting in or seeking acceptance four lack of awareness. Many Ghanaian youth may not fully understand the risk and consequences of trauma abuse due to limited education and awareness campaigns. Five, coping mechanisms, right? Trauma sedative and euphoric effects provide an escape from the stress, trauma, or emotional pain experienced by some youth in Ghana. six Cultural factors, cultural attitudes toward substance use and mental health may contribute to the normalization of tramadol abuse among Ghanaian youth. Number seven, marketing tactics. Misleading advertising or promotion of tramadol as a harmless pain reliever may influence youth perception and encourage experimentation, because that's the way they legitimately market it out here. I've seen the signs. I've seen little ads Didn't know what it was, but, oh, okay, it's a pain reliever. And that's how they market it, as a harmless pain reliever. So when you start to abuse it, I just popped a few, and that's it, whatever. Number eight, lack of regulation. Weak enforcement of drug control measures and inadequate regulation of pharmaceuticals contribute to the availability and misuse of tramadol in Ghana. Right? Okay, what I read in my other studies is that because of the borders not being tight. These borders are not tight. I mean, yeah, certain areas, whatever. But you can get in. You 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 see a road and you see people there and you got to get through certain checkpoints, whatever have you. What, what happens on your way out in the country? Just bypass them. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and hitchhike from somebody who's going in. You know what I mean? And I don't know who this is ringing me in the middle of a show. We got to mute that for a second. Right? But, yeah, it's it's... The dosages, too, they have different dosages from uh, single digits, double digits, triple digits. So from what I've seen, it's like the highest I've seen in my, in my studies was 250 milligrams, right, 250 milligrams. So that's supposed to be like a humdinger of a dose. And who knows who's taking more of it, right? Who knows if they're um, taking more of this stuff? You just never know. You know, well, give me give me, give me seven fifty, give me this, and now it's toxic to their internal organs, and they're aging themselves they they they're, they're, they're embalming themselves in a sense while walking around using this stuff. Now I took um I lifted this from a really detailed study, and it was a person being interviewed. And I lifted it as it was, so it's not me, this is not mine. There is a link that I want to add on to the site so you can go and see the full thing. It was a long one. I scrolled down, it looked like I was falling off a building. Everything was just going up, right? But I just put it in on landscape.com because I'm reading from them. I put everything that I researched and wrote myself, and I put it there, and I dropped the link. And I always do that. When I do a show, whatever I read from, you can go back later on, landscape.com, and just look for the same title, and you'll find it. That's why it's good to have a website okay an interviewee a welder and sprayer noted that with the drug when you are working you feel no pain and you do not feel weak you do not feel anything you just feel okay these descriptions contrary to some of the media discourses cohere with other literature on drug use in Africa that suggests that many young people use drugs such as cannabis for deadening the pain of difficult work or alleviating the boredom of repetitive activities. In this sense, one of the main reasons why Ghanaians use Tramadol is to reduce physical pain connected to work. Many young people also explain that they use Tramadol to ease non-physical pain. In these cases, the drug is used as a way of navigating the condition of youth itself, or to help deal with life struggles such as the death of a parent. While others use it to feel a sense of hope or to deal with boredom, it is pain that is not necessarily bodily, but emerges from social structures. Because, and this is uh, that's it. That's I'm finished with that one. I'm saying because there are a lot of youth that sitting around with nothing to do. And no money. And no hope of getting money by saying, I'm going to go in. And there are things you can do, yes. But if you, if you don't have the basic understanding of, of how to add and how to write and certain things, you're going to be limited. And it's really sad. So what are these guys going to turn to? Which I'm going to add this part in, right? We're open here. We're open here for some very bad things because, with the advent of Western social media and Western ideals—ideals—I'm not saying that is as, always something good. Okay, you know the decadent stuff, the, the 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 propensity for crime when you have no other way out, or you feel that you have no other way out, and some of the songs that. Some of the artists here, especially the hip-hop, and they're saying the words real fast, but the kids pick up on it, talking about crime. Not all of them, but it's getting there. And I happen to know someone in the entertainment industry, high up in the industry, high, high up, but on the fringe of the core of the decision makers, but she knows them and they all know her ain't nobody in hollywood you know that doesn't know this individual that i know okay so i get it from the horse's mouth but i cannot see it in super detail i gotta kind of you know because she'll observe this you don't know how people can check her ip address oh you're listening to lance and i know it's you're the one who told that so you're out but the western well we know it's western hollywood Hollywood, I'll say this much, and I don't think she have a problem with me saying this, but Hollywood has taken interest in how could I say it? Um, okay, I just had a text coming on my on my computer. Hollywood has taken an interest in West Africa, more so Nigeria. Come on, y'all, y'all know them good Nigerian movies they have, and they're very interesting and they're well played out and everything, and it's just good stuff people who used to watch the white soap operas years ago which <laughs> was trash when you look at it you watch and it's not soap operas they have separate movies with some of the same actors and actresses in the nigerian movies and you have the movies out of ghana but the ones that are more popular right now are the ones out of nigeria so a whole lot of them so they see hollywood sees it yo, oh, you got your own thing going on here okay okay you're not making as much money but you have your cult following and many in that industry here in Nigeria, they want more money They, w- I'm, I'm telling you law now, right? I'm telling you something that was shared with me Because a lot of people share something Because I act goofy and tell jokes sometimes Sometimes folks don't take me serious I'm telling you, this is a serious one So, Hollywood has stepped to the Nigerian uh, What would you call it? Industry Had conferences, gone over there to sit down to say, hey, we can expand you. We can get you a Netflix deal. We can get you this. We can get you on that, which would greatly benefit your popularity and reach worldwide, globally. But here's the catch: but you've got to have LGBTQ. Actors and actresses in it It doesn't have to be a full LGBTQ uh, 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 Cast But You better have a really higher Up Actor or actress at Having a role like It may not be the major role Because Nigerians ain't going to go for that But you better have one who If the movie is about a husband or wife Or one person or whatever Maybe the sidekick is gay Maybe, but you better have a person who has a crucial role throughout the whole movie who is obviously LGBTQ. And what is that for? What is that for? That's to influence the masses over time that this is normal and it's okay. And they're powerful and that's their reason. That's why Kamala Harris came over here to Ghana. And and wanted to give the money to the Ghanaian president, but you better be LGBTQ friendly. And just like so many leaders who have rejected that. Oh, if you don't accept this, we're going to give you sanctions. But we have everything over here. Africa is the breadbasket of the world. So, you go on and keep and, and do your sanctions, and we'll cultivate here. And it's a damn shame that others from outside are coming here to cultivate. And many of the leaders are handcuffed where they can't put certain things into effect for the youth. So, the youth, they're like a sitting duck. And so, when the drug trade is pushed over here more, I'm hearing that there are people bringing more stuff into Nigeria, bringing more stuff into Liberia. Liberia's on one side, Nigeria's on another. Little countries between us. It's just a matter of time. With the most diaspora-friendly country in the motherland, one of them, right? That they're going to put this, I can see an attack coming. Where they flood the place out with lethal drugs, and you have some of the youth that can make great amounts of money. Then you have turf wars, and you have the guns that come along with it. And then you have the breakdown of a whole generation. And then on a psychological level, they're watching these movies with all these different types of lifestyles. And then social media pushes the fact that America has all this luxury, which we know that's a damn lie. Or they do have money. They have money to give to Ukraine. They have money to let all the migrants come in, but they have no money for reparations. They have no money for the veterans who come back with mental issues, drug issues, limbs blown off, emotional issues. They don't have money for that, but they got money for everything else and to put sanctions on countries that don't go along with the agenda that they want to push. This is why I say I love the land of America. I love my people in America, but I do not like the system. So I got to say that frequently because people are like, well, you're over there and you're talking about how bad it is. I didn't say it was bad over here. It's not bad over here. For me, that's why I said if you move out here, it's for the reasons that you have, and they might overlap with mine. But I feel like Benjamin Button over here, man. I'm getting younger and younger, although I know I'm getting old. I'm not lying to myself, but my day is so much smoother. My day is, I can get more done. I enjoy every moment of it. I'm here, relaxed, talking to you. Not like, oh, I gotta go to work in an hour and a half. I gotta hurry up. Oh, I, uh, what are your gunshots you heard? What last night? Cops are out there. Oh, I ain't walking out there. Oh, no. I can get up and do what the hell I want to do. You have issues out here, but those of us who come from other places, like America and the UK and other places. We need to know how to influence it also. There's a lot of people out here who want work. If you have a really good business idea, it's here to cultivate because Africa is the future. They just don't want Africans who are here and Africans in the diaspora to come over here and capitalize. So don't take this article and don't take this show as as a means of me trying to discourage you from coming here no it is not like America with the methamphetamine the crack and some of these guys may try to rob and see a little bit but it ain't like that these people who come in here the Chinese Lebanese you know Turkish folks coming here and doing good business but it's just something about and I will say it us as a people globally but the, the, but, but the American, African mind, the majority is screwed up. Brilliant people, lots of t- talent, can do things, but they come and lots of times they don't want to build with anyone else. The jealousy comes in. Look, find you somebody you can build with, whether it's two or three people, one person, or just your damn self. I mean to say damn, right, but for effect. And build. And even if you don't come here to live, get some land. Get some people working on it. You have unemployed people who are in the States, brothers who are down and out, right? And you come into a little bit of money, you know, say, hey, I got a plan here, man. We need to get some land out there, build some small structures. If you know three or four brothers who have nothing to do, and they're down and out, have no uh, 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 pension, no uh, income, nothing, bad record, hey, listen, they got these small little joints you can live in, man. You got a little living room, got a bathroom, bedroom, one story, that little thing up top you can go look over, for whatever, hand. I'm building four of them right next to each other. Ain't nothing fancy. I'm building it on the land that I want to cultivate. I want to send you out there. I want to make sure that you have money to live because it's so much cheaper when you're way out, right? I guarantee you this. And you'll be able to chill. You got a lot of beautiful African women out there, right? So you ain't going to be lonely. So let me send you out there. And it's somewhere you can trust. What are they going to do? Run away? So we need to be able to think beyond the traditional Way of doing things But It's not going to be easy And it's far and few between There's some other parts of this That I want to read It goes a little longer This other part came from an actual study But I think it's important that I read it off To make it part of this show I got another show coming in an hour (laughs) So that's going to be good too I wanted to make up for yesterday And I'm feeling good I did a whole lot yesterday, y'all. I'm gonna do a whole lot later on. And Hank, after that other show, I may come back later on in the night with a third show. I don't know. Or some kind of recording, but I have to be on it as well as the other things that I'm doing. This is another part of an article that I lifted. It's not my writing, but it it, it brings certain it brings another perspective into this whole thing because this is a study through some college and it's kind of official and kind of anal. But it had some points in there. Here it is, right? This is just part of it because it's part of a long one. I'm going to find the link. I'm going to put it below this on landscape.com so you can read the whole thing. These factors highlight the complex interplay of social, economic, and environmental influences driving trauma doll addiction among Ghanaian youth. Addressing this issue requires comprehensive strategies that address both the root causes and consequences of substance abuse within the context of Ghana's unique socio-cultural landscape. Addressing the alarming trend of tramadol abuse in Ghana is crucial given its significant impact on the youth population. Tramadol, an opioid pain medication, has been increasingly misused and abused across West Africa, including Ghana. Reports indicate a concerning surge in its consumption, particularly among young people, over the past several years, raising serious public health concerns. Tramadol abuse in Ghana is not an isolated issue, but is part of a larger global opioid crisis The availability of tramadol combined with socioeconomic factors has contributed to its widespread misuse Tramadol is often easily accessible in Ghana through various channels including illegal street markets and informal vendors, making it convenient for young people to obtain without a prescription. Additionally, the relatively low cost of tramadol compared to other drugs further exacerbates its abuse. One significant aspect that requires attention is the structural explanations behind tramadol use by, Ghana, by youth in Ghana. While individual factors such as P- Pressure and curiosity may play a role, it's essential to delve deeper into the societal and economic factors driving this phenomenon. High levels of unemployment and economic hardship push many young Ghanaians towards substance abuse as a coping mechanism. Trauma doll, with its sedative and euphoric effects, becomes an appealing escape from the harsh realities of daily life for some individuals. Moreover, inadequate regulation and oversight contribute to the proliferation of tramadol abuse, weak enforcement of drug control measures and limited access to addiction treatment and rehabilitation services further compound the problem. The lack of awareness and education about the risk associated with tramadol misuse also perpetuates its rampant use among Ghanaian youth. Almost done, y'all. Efforts to combat tramadol abuse in Ghana must adopt a multifaceted approach. This includes enhancing drug regulation and enforcement measures to curb illicit trafficking and distribution. Additionally, there is a pressing need for comprehensive public health campaigns aimed at raising awareness about the dangers of tramadol abuse and promoting healthier coping mechanisms for stress and pain management. Investing in youth development programs, vocational training, and mental health support services can also address the underlying socioeconomic factors driving substance abuse. Collaboration between government agencies, health Healthcare professionals, community organizations, and international partners Is essential to tackle the complex issue of tramadol abuse effectively By addressing the structural determinants and implementing targeted interventions Ghana can mitigate the adverse effects of tramadol misuse And safeguard the well-being of its youth population And so earlier when it said Investing in youth development programs, vocational training, mental health support services Government, the government ain't doing what they're supposed to do It's not all government, but they're not setting up what they need to set up I can see it, but journalists and people who have sizable followings Really can't say too much about these things and point it back to the government Because They will come knocking at your door. Somebody's ringing your bell. (laughs) And you don't want to let them in. Lots of times, if you're effective, they'll come take you. Wait a second, I ain't see Skirr do a live show in like nine or ten days, man. I ain't see him do nothing. What's up? (laughs) You know? And um, let me just look at this chat room. I've been reading off a lot of stuff. And acknowledge some of the people who are here. Wow. Chat room is popping. Chat room popping. What more can I say? Top billing. We have S and S, Indigo King, knowing one. I acknowledge you already, knowing one. Jeff Spark in the house representing Queens. Much love. And I said Black Lion. I'm glad to see you here, Vaughn You're here. Yes, Renee Green. I still got to get you that dress. I see your thing all the time. I got to send that to you. Um, ben Looney, right? Okay. I like that name. So <laughs> From layer to layer to layer, got to get you on, got to get you on sometime. Switchy Missy, I like that name, too. They can go so many different ways. Peaceful Pulley, yes, I'm glad you're here. Everybody who's here, even though we all know where you're from, let's get a roll call. Where you're calling from, where you're, well, not calling, but you're in the chat room, right? I like to do that every now and then, you know. Somebody might be looking at this and say, hey, I'm from that part, you know. Okay, let me see, um, and I'll read some of the comments, not all of them, but some of the longer ones. We have um, Mitchia Middleton, welcome one in. Tracy J, yes, yes, maybe at some point today we can do a little little conference call. And like I say, on Landscared.com, it's easy to get to the conference line, I want to say that. Just go to Landscared.com, as soon as you pull it up, whether it's on your phone or your computer or your tablet, right under the header, you'll see a big banner that says, the conference line. Tap that. It'll take you on in. Now, if nobody's there and you're hearing this, you're saying, I'm going to go there and listen to people talk. Unless it's after a show or something that we schedule, if you're the only one, you're going to hear crickets. If it's two or more, you know, you can talk. But what we talk about there will be put up, okay? K-Frame Classic, welcome on in. Yeah, now let me, there was a, there was a comment. There's one here. I will watch, until totally, I see your comment too, I'm going to talk about that one. Uh, Michia Middleton says, I watch Nollywood movies and I recently noticed the LGBTQ, well, you didn't say the Q agenda being interjected in the various storylines. Well look, this information that I said earlier about that, that's like weeks. They're planning a big takeover and pushing that. You know, and pushing that. Hello, Cosmically divine. And now let me go up to um Teleus to uh, topic. Okay. Come on now, show it, show it, show it There it is How is Africa's military structure though? Can they defend themselves and protect their natural resources? And there is a reason they chose to have Hollywood push certain agendas Of course I, I wonder about the military structures here Against each other, you know but, but the superpowers, they don't have a chance That's just me saying it off the top of my head And with the allegiances and alliances it's almost like, hey, just sit down and be quiet. Don't, don't do anything that's against the bigger agenda of the superpowers. That's my overall answer. They do have military, but they can deal with domestic stuff, and they can deal with, certain, with each other. But it's not like we have nukes over here to really put some fear in there. And why would you want to nuke it? And that's one of the things that um, I was saying, that no so-called superpower would want to nuke anywhere over here because we've got so much resources. You see what I mean? The resources over here is what they want, and it's under the feet of the people here, and they're being drugged and, and and being influenced with the whole lifestyle stuff and and wanting to leave. And on a subconscious level, they've been manipulated because they don't tell you in school, but they pretty much infer that the promised land, which is not here, America or the UK, is the promised land without saying it. And so you you come up in you hear your parents, oh, I want to You ask most of the people here And maybe I can set up my tripod Somewhere publicly and just ask The question to show you But I hate to do that by myself I might have a partner come with me Or whatever, you know what I mean And go out somewhere near the mall and say, listen How do you feel about America And would you go if you had the chance Watch the responses Oh, I would love to go to America oh, You know. Yeah, like You hit the lottery or something Again, there's some of us who are there making it. I'm not complaining. I am who I am because of my upbringing. I don't regret that. There's some things you regret that you went through, but all in all, I wouldn't be who I am today if I didn't have the experiences, the influences, and really because of my parents, right? Um, so I'm not going to demonize the place, but that's not the ultimate because we've been lied to over there. Um Exactly Tracy J Buy property in Africa Even if you don't plan on moving there But it can be your personal Underground railroad You get property in certain places Dirt cheap Fertile land It just has to be cultivated We have people who Are other people, the others Who may be privileged Oh I'm going to my summer home in Italy I'm going to this Well you can build a small structure that's dope It doesn't have to be Three and four stories like a mansion. No, it doesn't, right? And you can have someone live there of a local or whatever to keep it up or have access, one person or whatever, to make sure you have to build a wall around it. Or you may have some people come into, you know, whatever. And then you can, you can use this for a group of you. Whether it's a group off of a job, a group of people that you know an inner circle that you grew up with, a, your own inner circle. Maybe eight, nine, ten of y'all. I, I always say this: buy the land, and, and it's almost like a timeshare. Build it up. Maybe have some quarters for someone from the local, because you need that—the language barriers—and to show that, well, somebody's living there. You got to monitor that too. And then you just, hey, you know, from from, you, you want to go out in march? Okay, you go out for. The whole month of march or you would go two weeks to march and maybe one in december work it out between but you can come here and guess what you all put your money and you have to pay for nothing except your ticket and your food if it's land where you can grow stuff you can get stuff on it i mean and if you had to you build more structure you talk to the other people in that group say listen i want to build a separate structure over here on this side facing the outside where i can just come right on that depending on the size of the land if that armageddon stuff starts really Cabinet, you know what I mean? Like when stuff gets hot, you're going to be like, yo, I need to get out of here now. I don't, I'd rather live somewhere else with less than be over here holding on to the promise of this pension, holding on to the promise of this income that I have somewhere paid for. It's somewhere else. Maybe I can use the internet to make money or do something whatever, but I'd rather be alive. Too many of us are going to wait till it's too late. I'm not saying you have to go. All I'm seeing is have an option Doesn't have to be Ghana Kenya's dope Tanzania's dope They have their issues As everywhere does But pretty much it's the same But remember you know, Africa's being split up in so many different ways In the northern part You have a lot of uh, the Arabs Right um, there's Still a lot of black people up there But they're kind of race washing Up there too You have South Africa with its majority of black people, but the white people control it. South Africa is, to me, I'll say it this way South Africa is the America of Africa. Everything you want from America, you'll get it there. Like, even the things that I've had to repair, like with certain companies, like I I love certain brands of microphones and certain brands of electronic equipment. like that to do what I do on the highest level. because I don't always use everything. You probably noticed that on some some of the shows I've done, the audio might not have been super clear because I might have been in the street and doing something through my phone. But I'm home. I'm gonna make sure the audio is good because I have my stuff here, right? But there've been times where they say, "Okay, your stuff is still under warranty. You could send it, you know, to to, to the nearest whatever." Now in Ghana, like say for the company called Road, I get a lot of their products, right? And I register them when I get them. And I was like, okay, I'm going to send this back to the United States. Why are you sending it to the United States? South Africa is closer. I go, I keep forgetting that. (laughs) You know what I mean? So there's a lot of things there that I can't walk to South Africa, but it's a lot closer than America, right? And it's that way. 54 different countries. So it's not really one Africa. It's different countries, different regimes, different governments, different policies, different different things, so when you think about Africa, don't just say Africa because Africa is not like one, it's not monolithic a lot of the practices, customs may overlap, but there's stark differences no matter what so this is something that I've learned and I'm getting better with it, but that's what it is, I'm going to wrap this down because I'm going to come back in 50 minutes with another show, so I got to hungry man, I'm going to get something to eat, (laughs) and I'm coming right back you know and um there's some questions here um or statements that i want to address but i'll address it in the comments section of Landscape.com. and again please find yourself at Landscape.com so we can have those discussions there because youtube is removing uh removing um okay this phone again My phone is popping my phone never rings until i have a live show and sometimes you pick up and it's like Nobody says anything. I just want to hear I want to hear it ring. <laughs> is he really live? Let's let's test it. Right? Here it is. Here's the link. Well, let me let me put the title with it so that it goes up top. Let me see. Okay, there's that part of it. And let me get the other part of it. So a lot of things we do here on YouTube or on Rumble or on uh uh Facebook well, Facebook is doing me dirty. I'm probably gonna not participate there as much Because they're making it hard to participate there and I just use them for distribution purposes, right? And that's all but You know every time I log in it's a problem. I have to get another code and we'll create another account I can't do that and sort all over again so you're not gonna see me as much unless it's the actual like page Lance curve um, the, the like page on Facebook But the personal page I don't even hardly go there And, and, and just try to send me messages In the major way You know Lance will always um, Get a quick response from me But I have some people Who also let me just tell you Facebook Messenger Is giving me problems So those of you who send me messages on Facebook Messenger I'll get the update In my email account Let's like just say, Reese sent you, or Talea sent you a message on Facebook Messenger. And when I go to Facebook Messenger on the app, I open it up, and I got to go through the whole conundrums of getting a code, and they tell me to start something new. So that's their way of saying, we're getting rid of you, buddy. And I don't care. So this is what because I have my own site, but I'm just telling you all that, you know, my participation on these uh, external uh, platforms will be reduced it's only for distribution purposes and if you see something that you like share it amongst your uh social media circle because they're not going to target you for that they target me for that instagram is cool still for a little while um what else what else what else TikTok is not controlled by the united states anyway i'm gonna start sharing things out over there more so and communicating but yeah here's the link for this particular show and that's where you should Leave the comments. I don't have an actual YouTube screen open. I have to get into my actual go to it by my phone because I want to pin that comment to the top. So I'm going to do that right now before I go. I still got enough time to eat. I'm going to eat. I'm going to do this other show, which is going to be very interesting. and um, Then I'll freshen up a little bit. And a game of G, I saw you sent me a message. I'm going to speak with you a little later, brother. I'm going to go out on the balcony later on, and we're going to talk. We're definitely going to talk. So much to catch up on. Okay, I pinned this message to the top. And I'll always do that with the corresponding landscape post. And I, I'll, I'll go in. You can talk to me there in the comment section way below on the bottom. There is no... um chat room there my own chat room i keep that just on the home page when you go to a specific post i'll answer you and, and drop your comments there so i'm gonna head on out of here and i will answer some of the things in that particular post of what you said here or asked any question in the comment section like i said I just have to use youtube right now youtube is doing me 32 but like i said you know I mean, I'm losing so many subscribers. Check to see if you're still subscribed. They usually don't give out notifications. I check my stats. I'm going to have a show I show you. I got, hmm, still have 117,000 plus subscribers. It's frozen, frozen for years. And I'm losing 100, 150, 200 subscribers a month. I'm like, man, what kind of weight loss program do they have me on? <laughs> right? So it is what it is. And, you know, I'm not going to sweat that. I'm not going to sweat that. As long as we can maintain communication independently, And not have to deal with that other foolishness, you know, so anyway Much love to you all. I will see you in How many minutes 45 minutes? I'll be back. So even if you don't see a notification, it's um The what about being an only child very interesting topic and uh, I want to go in on that You know, I, I have a lot to say about that, right? So anyway, much love to you all Take care and I'll see you in a little while peace Make sure to go to landscurve.com, an online magazine established in 2001, containing written articles, thousands of talk shows and discussions, cutting-edge cartoons, as well as erotic expressions and tasteful adult photography. It's definitely not for the faint of heart. Once you get a taste of the world of landscurve. Trust me, you'll be back for more. Landscurve.com. Bold, raw, and uncut.